says, I want to live my nine to five. I want to do something with my life that is more meaningful. But teach me, how did you get here? Is there something I can learn from? Can I take away something? Can I also teach you something? Because you see, as much as you think you're teaching them, you are also learning. Learning. And I said something, I think from the beginning that when you are up there with a seat in that boardroom for you to remain relevant, you need to look down and get that from there because it is the ones you impact at the bottom that would help you be relevant. You can't do it by yourself up there. It's so true. And those up there, so true. The next man wants your chair. (laughs) It's so true. It's so, 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 so true. You have to be open as a woman you have to bring on board so many women and ensure you you share yeah. what's the point in keeping your knowledge and not sharing it exactly you don't, you're just going to be so rusty so true <laughs> because if you don't share knowledge you don't gain knowledge you That's share to, you, you give to gain you so know true. you give to gain you don't gain all the time exactly. then that's not life Exactly. You know, and exactly. it's very, it, it is suicidal. You it know? is. And it's one of the things that actually pushes a lot of us to to be so successful. Yeah. And yet we can come down so fast. And you know, Sheila, mm-hmm. one thing about success is that woman has her own timeline. Mm-hmm. Success is not, is not forever. You're yeah. successful today in something. Yeah. tomorrow you're going to found wanted and something else something else wow. so when you're yes when, when you're successful you should know that there is a there's a timeline to that success yeah yeah so hurry up yeah get do what as you much as do. you can from it exactly exactly but make sure yes reinvent yourself if you have yeah. to yeah but keep certain standards that would scare you to death and keep yeah. doing that but don't forget to make sure that you teach others so that they don't fall into the difficulties you went through. You know, this brings us to our next question. But before I go quickly, let me say those baskets, I've seen them, the Bulgar baskets, they are beautiful. Yes. They are, I think I want oh, I, should, I, I want to oh, I'm actually working I'm working from home today. I oh. would I'm working from home today but I wish I could send you pictures. Beautiful baskets. Please beautiful. do. Beautiful. Wow, they are. They are. They are. Seriously, if we can if they I don't know if the, there's a website they they, we can market it out something you know let's get it out there for the women these are beautiful baskets. i would i would i would i wish i could show you one i've just got one next door but i wish i could show you one. the one i carry to work every day it's wow. it's it's impeccably done you know wow and you should just watch wow. them these are yeah. women who can weave baskets yeah. with a loan of hmm, what's two thousand cities 2,000 CDs, will that be? It's less than 300. It's it's about $320. Is it? Yeah. So that would be around 200 pounds, is it? Um, yes, 250 pounds. Yes. And she borrows that for six months. 
months or four months and she can weave baskets. She can sell her baskets from that, put food on the table, send kids to school and still repay her loan. Now, is that all magic? It is. It is. But it's because they have one thing. They're eager to learn. They obtain knowledge. So because we give them, we put them through strict bookkeeping and financial literacy classes so they know what they're doing so if you wow. borrow this amount you know the interest you know your profit you know yeah. what you can spend you know you know what you can use to buy a cloth wow. you know wow. what you can use you should know all of those things and you should know that this is how much you owe innovative and at the end of every month make sure you do two things you pay yeah. innovative and then you pay yourself a salary it's wow. one thing people don't do these women are taught to do from the get-go. And they end up running a small business better than a lot of women who leave formal uh, employment to start their own business. Wow. Wow. Can you enlighten us on the eight income streams? I saw that post on your Instagram page and I thought it was interesting. (laughs) Let's chip it in. I'm sure I'm even going to learn something from it because I need about four or five income streams. I know, right? Everybody, no, I think nobody needs one income. Yeah. Especially what COVID has taught us is you should have a fallback plan. And I believe that as for women, and especially women, being in control of your personal finance is is very Mm. important. Very. It's very important. It is. It's, it is beyond important. Even if you're married to a wealthy spouse or you have a trust fund, yeah. you're waiting to you know, spend, yeah. mm-hmm. even those two may run dry. Yeah. You still need yeah. to cushion yourself. Yeah. You still need to have something of your own. Yeah. You, know, you should be able to have that um, freedom to decide yeah. I want to support this charity without having yeah. to seek approval from my spouse or I want to do this or I want to do that. It doesn't mean that you're you're going to have to behave in a way that tells you, okay, I'm independent and nobody Mm. can tell me what to do. No, Mm -hmm. but just for your own sanity, you know, for your own self-worth, your confidence, and also the fact that you're already a woman and you're a born saver. We we, we are born to save. Women naturally, we we save. It's (laughs) so true. It is. It's, 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 it's something that is in us. Mm-hmm. So why don't you practice mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. for me, it's very important. So yeah. I think I run that course um, okay. for a few of our women. We usually have a, a workshop for our top 200 women every year. Oh, okay. And we oh, we okay. talk about almost everything. We, okay. we talk about everything. We talk about challenges at home. Um, we go through health scares. Then we screen them for breast cancer. We screen oh. them for... Um, hepatitis, B, mm-hmm. all those HIV. And then we talk about different things. And what I usually like to talk to them about is the fact that you don't need to have one income stream. You should yeah. look at having multiples. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's almost like having a bank account. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would advise you to have three bank accounts mm-hmm. and then you save with all three mm-hmm. because it would prevent you from impulse shopping. Exactly. <laughs> because yeah. one bank card might 
reject a purchase. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time you yeah. go around to solving it, yeah, you would have changed your mind. True. You know, so it's so true. <laughs> it's, it's the same with 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 earning an extra income. They, wow. I mean, the, the the normal one that everybody or mostly everyone goes through is, let's say, your earned income. Earned income. We all go through that when you are employed. Yeah. It's where you get it from, you know, doing a job, working mm-hmm. at a company, being mm-hmm. an employee. You mm-hmm. get that at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be enough. Yeah. You know, building yeah. wealth and also mm-hmm. having that financial freedom and independence. Mm-hmm. Think of something else. Profit income. We yeah. talk about profit income. Mm-hmm. Income mm-hmm. where it's, mm-hmm. you, you know, income that comes from buying and selling. Yeah. One thing I know when I was in the bank was we had, I had colleagues who, apart from what they were earning, mm-hmm. would come to work with cookies, cakes oh. and cookies, okay. and they were selling. Selling. You know, wow. making something extra. Yes. Yeah. So they were selling something and earning something extra. Yeah. And some also, and then me, I was buying. Mm-hmm from them they mm-hmm. were making something mm-hmm. and then also we were buying from others mm-hmm. to come and sell within the bank yeah. so I, I had friends who loved other things so i said okay i can go to my cousin who used who had a cosmetics shop and mm-hmm. i tell her listen can you supply me with all you know the cosmetics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'll sell them mm-hmm. to my colleagues and i'll make something extra yeah. at the end of the month that's what you get from profit income buying and selling selling and it's also for businesses and and this is what we teach our women we mm-hmm. teach them that the income you enjoy is what you make from your buying and your selling. So, for example, if you are into um, selling yarn, mm-hmm. what you make at the end of the month isn't your money. Because a lot of the yam sellers don't buy them with cash. They get supplied by a farmer. Okay. So when the farmer supplies you 100 tubers of yam, mm-hmm. your job is to sell the 100 tubers of yam. Mm-hmm. Then you pay the farmer back. And then what is left, because you borrowed yeah. some money from Innovative, you pay yeah. Innovative back. Wow. Yeah. And then what is left, have you paid your utilities? Have you done, you know, utilities yeah. mean, have you have you taken care of the kids, sure. feeding yeah. the food, the, the fees and everything? Yeah. When you yeah. finished all of that, mm-hmm. what is left, we tell you, if it's 20 CDs that's left, Mm-hmm. Try and save five CDs of that 20 CDs or 10 CDs if you can every month. And then what is left, you can have fun. Yeah. So once you know how to follow these steps, mm-hmm. you start to earn something called wow. profit income. Yeah. Then you have, we come to um, in, in, interest, interest income. income. Yeah. Interest income comes from what you make from lending. Now, what we make, our sales or at my turnover, is okay. interest income as innovative microfinance okay. because I sell money mm-hmm. and then I'm also buy so I do some profit so I buy money yeah. from people who are willing to sell it to me yeah and then I sell that to my market women okay. and then the interest I put on becomes my income not yeah. the money that I I, 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 I got from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my investor mm-hmm. that becomes a loan yeah so i need to make sure i charge an interest that can take care of the loan i've borrowed and also mm-hmm. take care of my operational costs in order to get the money back from the women i lent it to it's, okay. yeah. then you have your residual income yeah that is when you get you continue to get paid after the work is done 
Okay. You know, you've got consultants who get yeah. paid. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. go on a job, you consult yeah. for a company, yeah. and every time they, that particular uh, product or that particular idea gets mm-hmm. a hit, you still yeah. get paid. You get paid. I, mean, I call those ones the, the luckiest people in the world. Yeah. There's some people who keep getting paid until they pass off. Yeah. Because of one idea, they were able to support to to develop. That's yeah. just you know. Then you've got your dividend income mm-hmm. when you own stocks. You know, okay. it's not yes. something that is really is widely um, known in Africa yeah. or even yeah. in Ghana because we're yes. not. You know, most of us don't trade on you know on the, the stock, stock market. market. Yeah. So it's not something that. So usually I don't say much on that because okay. dividend income. A lot of people don't understand it. Yeah. Why would I want to buy stocks of a company? I don't even know whether the company is going to go down. Yeah. Is the stocks going to go up? Yeah. And how much money do I need? Can I start mm-hmm. small? So mm-hmm. all those are things that people, you know, think of and they kind of shy away from. Yeah. Dividend income, rental yeah. income. Yeah. Yeah. Very popular in Africa. Very very popular yeah. in Africa. I think that's every landlord's dream. <laughs> 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 you know we don't have mortgage systems that yeah. really work for us mm-hmm. and we don't have uh, banks that would help you lease a property or get access to financing very quickly like mm-hmm. it, it, it is in the western uh, uh, countries. countries so when a landlord is able to put up a building mm-hmm. they can go home and sleep Yeah, because you can rent that building mm-hmm. and get paid not every month. Sometimes you get you ask for two years, two years in advance. Yes, well, in advance. Yeah. So you realize that if somebody probably paid, let's say, a hundred thousand dollars to put up a structure, mm-hmm. they can make that money back in two to three years because they yeah. ask for it for it in advance. Yeah, and then they could, you know, it is rental income. I usually advise a lot of my um, my clients who feel the need to invest mm-hmm. and because our interest mm-hmm. rates locally are not that great mm-hmm. i tell them listen invest in a few you know landed properties yeah. just you know you can turn yeah. them to an airbnb yeah you can also rent them out a lot yeah. of students coming out of school don't have enough funds to build their own homes just yet yeah so they rely on landlords who can who they can rent small apartments yeah. from yeah. yeah so you can start doing that mm-hmm. you earn something mm-hmm. and then you continuously see mm-hmm. that as a, a as an alternative income mm-hmm. and if you work in an organization where they can guarantee a loan for you yeah. get that loan invest in the landed property mm-hmm. you can use that rental income to pay off the loan and ultimately the property becomes yours and then you yeah. continue to earn more rental income from it wow and so the various ways then you've got capital gains mm-hmm. where your assets keep increasing in value and for your assets to keep increasing in value, you need to turn the assets around so that they can help increase in value. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you have a landed property mm-hmm. and you don't keep it up to date, you don't mm-hmm. renovate it well, mm-hmm. you can charge 10 CDs today mm-hmm. and next year you, you, won't get, you won't get the 10 CDs. But you have to keep making sure that you bring it up to um, a standard that you can keep getting more. Then the final one is the royalty income. Yeah. Royalty income, where others use your ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. you have an idea where somebody uses it, you get mm-hmm. your royalties. I think that's what is big in the music industry, you know. And also, of course, if you write a song for mm-hmm. someone and every time the song keeps 
being played, you get something out of that. Yeah. And that could be a way you can make. There's so many uh, people who have made money without being in front of the camera, just behind the cameras, you know, by just yeah. earning income from royalties. You know, wow. so those are the eight different income streams. Mm -hmm. And usually, because I'm, I'm maybe talking to a wider audience, but mm -hmm. usually we break them down into local stuff. Yeah. You know, very yeah. things that you find around you in the community. Yeah. You yeah. And royalty. In, in the community you can have capital gains in your community you can have rental income in your community you can have dividend income residual income interest income profit income you can have earned income in your community you don't have to look beyond your community to do that so usually we do that and then we do them in, in our local dialect so they can understand wow Wow. So you managed a $25 million portfolio and you were part of a $74 million revenue team. What was the experience like? I can I believe that with uh with a revenue team handling $74 million, it's going to be more men than women. So as a woman being um, on that team, what, what was the challenge? Yes. Um, this was actually in Lagos. So okay. you can imagine, I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Yes, so I was working in Lagos and mm -hmm. I was heading the global transaction services. Okay. Mostly men. Mm -hmm. um, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think my hunger to be an entrepreneur mm -hmm. uh, was from working in Lagos. You know? Okay. Yes, that city gives you something else. It just, it makes you want more. It makes wow. you hungry wow and it makes you become a go-getter because one thing it doesn't disappoint mm -hmm. is it never ceases to let you know you have to be on your a game all the time you've got so many people fighting for your role even better than you in your role waiting to sit on your chair so every day you have to wake up wow. and you keep running. Wow. You have to set standards that will scare you to death, mm -hmm. and you just have to keep on at it. And that is where I learned that, okay, I could actually give this entrepreneurship or running my own business you know, a chance. A yeah. Because I saw women doing it, I saw them. And being in the bank, you come across women who come in and they talk about needing financing for huge projects. And you're like, okay, woman, how the hell are you going to do that? And yes. she would break it down to you. She would tell you exactly how she's wow. going to do it. And that's, that, and that's what you get. You know, so yeah. I think with all of that, managing that and also being on my A game all the time so I don't lose my seat to the next man. Exactly. Mm. I knew I was ready. I actually knew I was ready when I moved back to Ghana. That was my turning point. I thought, okay, this I can do it. You know, yeah. you're talking about Lagos as a population of the entire Ghana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's only for a state. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I thought, okay, I could do this in, in Lagos. I can do this in Accra. And it's my home. It's yeah. my comfort zone. Even though you don't grow much in your comfort zone, unfortunately. You know, yeah. nothing grows in a comfort yeah. zone. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I had to say, okay, it's my comfort zone, but for me to make a difference, I needed to grow out of it. And that was the, the 
energy I got from Lagos, you know. So yes, it was challenging. It was extremely Initially, I thought, how was I going to make an impact? How was I going to show them that I actually knew what I was doing? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as you said, I got a lot of support. Great. You know, it, yes, I got a lot of support. I had an amazing boss and who was prepared to teach me because he was also a foreigner and he went through so much so he thought okay for me to make it easier for you i need to let you know what the dangers ahead are so you don't fall into them yeah and it's i would call myself lucky or blessed because not every woman has that yeah you know so that was what i got so it wasn't very difficult but also when you went out to talk to clients to mm-hmm. convince them, that's mm-hmm. where the challenge was. Because you needed to be on top of everything. Because you would meet CEOs, uh, CFOs, and CEOs of all these huge businesses. And they knew exactly what they wanted. So you couldn't go there and tell them something they didn't know or they, had, they didn't know already. Yeah. So you always had to be prepared to give them and offer them what they knew but offer them more than what they knew okay. so it was it was a good learning it was a good learning uh, process for me wow. i enjoyed myself mm-hmm. i failed i made a lot of mistakes but god those mistakes you know taught me to be to resolve to continue to learn and that's wow. what i i take with me every day so i would always say given the chance you have an opportunity to work anywhere else Pick a country that will, will challenge you. you to death. Wow. Yes. Go wow. there mm-hmm. and try mm-hmm. them. Do something different. Yeah. Be successful. At least, even if you you're not successful, remain relevant. And then start something. So exactly. for me, it was. But it was. It was interesting. I I totally loved it. <laughs> wow. Wow. So in working with these women, uh, you. Has there been any challenges? Um, yes. 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 Work, women, um, we can sometimes be our own enemies. Yeah. <laughs> um, as much as you want to help, you also have to be very careful. Yeah. Sometimes you can meet women who are passionate mm-hmm. and to develop a business, but then because it's difficult for them to balance the responsibility of being a mother, a wife, mm-hmm. a business owner, mm-hmm. one can sometimes become more important. A lot of the times we've worked with women where combining those roles have been overwhelming. Yeah. And we've ended up with bad investments. So Ooh. that is, um, and I wouldn't say that I blame them mm-hmm. because these are choices that we make. And we yeah. make those choices at a time that usually work for us or we think would work for us. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. there are times when women just don't want to work. We've yeah. had such instances where they refuse to work. Yeah. And they believe in just borrowing, you know, from different companies to keep up a lifestyle. Wow. I find that sometimes in the very in the young women when it has to be uh, to maintain a, a lifestyle that they can't afford. Yeah. So that gets them into trouble. You know, so and increasingly we're getting a lot of those. I don't know whether it's also because of social media, but yeah. where they borrow so much to maintain a lifestyle they can't afford. So those can be disappointing to to work with. And wow. um, 
over ambitious projects you know it's yeah. good i always say dream and dream big yeah dream dream but do it you know Realistic. don't procrastinate okay be a dreamer work work in a way that your dream becomes a reality achievable yeah you know but when a project becomes over ambitious yeah and they don't want to realign or re-strategize or even yeah. you know start small yeah you know, a lot of the times when a woman has an idea mm-hmm. sometimes because she sees the idea as a mm-hmm. million dollar idea mm-hmm. she forgets that it's her idea yeah and for that idea to become a million dollar idea you need to have somebody on the other side that wants the idea exactly not because it's your idea or you want it you mm-hmm. will want it you may see the positives in it mm-hmm. but if somebody else doesn't see the value in it you're not mm-hmm. going to offer any money for it yeah so it's, it can be difficult to tell them start small yeah you know when you tell a business owner start small mm-hmm. then grow yeah yeah they don't get it. they feel okay if you if you start maybe because of where you are you don't see what i'm seeing but no mm. but you have to start small exactly you have to exactly. so those are some difficulties we face where she comes in for a loan and you're trying to tell her listen i love your idea mm-hmm. i know it's going to work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let me help you by starting you with something small mm-hmm. and then you learn to scale up as when you need extra yeah they don't like that they don't wow so those are challenges yes yeah. some of the challenges working with me but nonetheless wow. i wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> wow i still would work with women because the, the positives definitely outweigh the negatives so wow. i think i'm in a good place wow so what would be your final word of advice to our listeners Okay. My final word to our listeners is um two things. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. I like people should learn to believe in themselves, yeah? Yeah. And um especially with women. Yeah. You know, you should never ever fear failure. When yeah. you're in any situation, mm-hmm. failure is a must and it has to happen. If wow. you've never been hit by failure, just know that it's going to come. Wow. And when it comes, you should you shouldn't see it as a as a dead end. It should it should be like a detour. Yeah. Just like a temporary event, you know. Wow. But wow. learn from it. Never ever fear to wow. take that first move. Yeah. If you want to leave your 9 to 5 job, mm-hmm. to start on your own, mm-hmm. do the homework. Yeah. Do the homework. Learn. Mm-hmm. Get a coach, get a mentor, develop mm-hmm. your plan. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do a pilot, sell your yeah. just sell sell your idea to even your family. Mm-hmm. See if there's somebody who would want it because sometimes the best yeah. feedback is from your loved ones. Yeah. Do all of that before you branch out. But never ever let somebody tell you it can't be done. Wow. Because it's very easy mm-hmm. to be discouraged all the time never allow anybody to tell you it can't be done if you know deep within your heart that what you're doing is going to be successful i think you've already succeeded and yeah. go for it beautiful beautiful so where can our audience connect with you because i know that those um the shepherd <laughs> of up north is 
100% organic. Yes. And there are a lot of people in this. So, yes. Yeah. so the they have to be able to get in touch so that these women's businesses can move. And especially those baskets I saw, they are so beautiful. People should be able to get in touch if they want to buy them. And other mm. things that they do, we have to encourage these women to keep producing, yes. you know, when they know their, business, their products are all over the place. So where can people connect with you uh, on social media and all that? I'm just, um, I'm just putting my website on. Okay. Okay. And, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then we social media is Sheila. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm so, uh, um, at Sheila. As on Taba. Great. Great. And then you can send me an email. Mm-hmm. Lovely. And I'll get back to you. Lovely. I'd love to link most of our women and some of their products. Beautiful baskets. Yeah, organic share butter. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow, Sheila. It was a delight having you here today and your advice, your knowledge, your, you know, it's so rich and I know that anybody listening will enjoy it. I have enjoyed it. Definitely. I'm going to get some of the share butter and the baskets. Definitely. Definitely. So I believe that our audience will enjoy it. Thank you very much for agreeing to come on podcast. Thank you. Okay. So if you're welcome, you're welcome. If you've been listening in, this is season two, episode six of our podcast series, where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new podcast is released. We have a video presentation of this show on our YouTube channel. If you would like to see us in pictures, just search for podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you will find us. On this note, we would like to say a massive thank you to all our listeners from the 18 countries around the world. This show continues to grow stronger and stronger because of your support. Podcast with Sheila is aired on eight listening platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and YouTube. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this episode if you were inspired by it. Until we meet again in a fortnight, have a lovely week.